0: What's so up, everybody? It's Albert Campo with the uh, Continental MX Podcast here with Huel. We're both here in California, but North Cal and uh, SoCal. What's going on, Huel?
1: You cheekies. How was that in and out you just had?
0: Uh, pretty good. Same old in and out
1: Is is uh, oh, wow. the debate strong still? in and out versus Whataburger?
0: Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't really get into that debate. They're they're, to, they're two different burgers to me. Um, uh, there's another uh, place in Austin that I like better than both of them.
1: Oh, what is it called?
0: Mighty Mighty Fine Burger.
1: Mighty Fine.
0: Yeah, that's better than Whataburger and
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <without burger. laughs>
1: Might have to try it sometime.
0: It's a local place. Yeah, if you ever come over, I'll take you over, over there. I think there's only like yes. two of them in Austin. Uh,
1: so we had the um, CONCACAF Champions League first leg final. And it was, uh, you know, Final Regia, Monterrey, hosting Tigres. And they took the 1-0 lead. Uh, of uh, Nico Castillo goal, if I'm not mistaken. But the atmosphere was pretty electric, Chiquis.
0: The are uh, talking about last
1: uh, last night's? Yes, defense. final. Yeah, and and you know I've noticed social media. Uh, they they, you know these teams from Monterrey, they still, uh, they make fun of them, talking about because they're not Grandes. Historically, they are not. They've only come into prominence the last maybe 20 years, maybe less, uh, as far as, like, being protagonistas. So so in that sense, yeah. But if we look at, like, the English Premier League, you could see teams that that they're big teams now that traditionally weren't the big teams, like Manchester City, uh, even Man United didn't start winning the bulk of their teams until the 90s. And then Chelsea, when they got bought by, um, what is that guy? Um, the Russian guy. What is his name? I keep missing his name. Uh... Russian dude. God damn it, cheekies. What's, his, what's the guy's name? Russian guy. Yeah, man. He bought the team. Abramovich. That's oh. his name. It's Abramovich. He bought yeah, Chelsea they started calling them Chelski. <laughs> yeah, um, but and so that's that's what's going on and it's pretty relevant uh to Liga MX. It's pretty similar because similar uh Tigres was taken over by Semex and I dropped my mic. And in Monterrey by FEMSA, those are really big corporations, really huge. Um, they're worldwide. If they wanted to, they could easily quadruple transfer fees and just dominate Liga MX. That's if they wanted to, but they're playing nice. Um, and, and that's, that's pretty much what I think is going to happen. Uh, with Liga MX pretty soon, where you know we talk about how the well we don't talk about we see how the league is pretty even, you know there's this parity and and the the campeonatos are pretty they're spread out, you know you have you have Tuzos winning you have Santos, Toluca, Leon, whatnot, but I I feel in the next what ten maybe twenty years it's gonna turn into like a five team league again and and the teams with the big corporations are going to end up dominating and 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 that's and in that sense Monterrey Tigres are going to I I expect them to be at the forefront
0: yeah i think for the last couple of seasons though Tigres has been going a little bit downhill even though they're still up they're still in good position on the table I wasn't surprised to see them lose to Monterey and, uh, in their own, own stadium the other night. So, and, uh, even, even when Monterrey scored that goal, uh, Tigres came back with, uh, with a fury, man. And they still couldn't get one in. Monterrey didn't, didn't really sit. Couldn't back get anyone? It. <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> score. On the well. they, were, they were, they were knocking on the door. Uh, the brothers were Quinones met, and the the homie brothers were, uh, were on the attack, but they couldn't do anything. Yes. So, and that's like a big thing for in Monterrey, the big deal like Tigres is all about um, the championship that they won in the, in Rayados' own home. It is. Can they it always score? they always do that, and then they got it, they got it reversed to them. <clears throat> of
1: course, there's still one more game, but. It is one more game, and it's going to be at El Volcan, at Tigres' house. And another important thing about this no. match, it is the I'm first international final for both teams. So um, and and you know, people might say, well, so what? You know, it's just Concacaf. But I mean, we're seeing more and more of these teams, you know, playing these games, and then that's how it starts. They they start becoming more relevant, and and they just start. Taking over the headlines, <clears throat> so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of bragging rights right there. Correction, whichever Monterrey correction. team wins. Correction, though, it's gonna be at the Tamalera.
0: It was at the Volcan the other day on, t- on Tuesday.
1: Oh snap! You're right.
0: It'll be on. Uh,
1: You're right, uh, Monterrey. Wait, didn't didn't um, which team lost to Santos? They won. They won the series, but they lost to Santos, and then that's that's why they couldn't host the final. So this is going to be the third. Is this a, the third final like, like that they're hosting? Monterrey's been hosting quite a few finals since they put that stadium.
0: Oh, well, the Liga MX final.
1: They, they did uh... well. They had two two finales in Liga MX. The one they lost to Pachuca. And then the one they lost to Tigres, but I, th- I think uh, they probably had more. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. So that's what's going on with Monterrey and um, who. And then of course, I, I think the rivalry is obviously going to spread into the league because both those teams are also going to want. They're also going to want to have. Uh, the Liga MX Campeonato, so that's that's going to be interesting. And with two match weeks left, uh, safe to say both of these teams are in liguilla.
0: Yeah, they're second place and third.
1: Second and third with Leon, still king of the jungle. They have a record 12 wins in a row. Shoot. might be impressive. And the best player of the league, Angel Angel Mena, who was at Cruz Azul. Man, they let the wrong striker leave. You know, they should have sent yeah. Cartucho quemado to Cartelucho quemado to León. Man, that's they the, kind of the look, wrong guy.
0: That's the kind <laughs> of look they have, man. that—that that, that, that I was thinking of Cruz Azul when I was in Mexico City in the Zocalo. Yeah. Uh, you know how they have those uh, those guys just dressed up as Aztecs. With the uh, uh, what's that plant that they have and they're they're smoking agave?
1: It. Oh no, they're smoking the plant.
0: Well, they have the plant or they have the stuff, the smoke going on, and then they have a plant. and They like slap people on the back with it to get to to give them the S- yeah. S-
1: scare away the demons.
0: Scare away the <laughs> bad luck. I was like, man, Cruz Azul needs to go over here. So they give up their player. Who? Let me see. He played Cruz Azul. He debuted. Uh, I guess Necaxa in 2017. So Cruz Azul had this dude, and then they, they give him up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, they did. He was
1: 2017,
0: 18, <sighs> two years in Cruz Azul, and then and then he goes and down.
1: Well, uh, you know, you know, Chiki. I'm be fair to Cruz Azul. Sometimes certain players, they just don't. You know they just don't mesh with the club. Uh, We're seeing it with Jimenez, how he's three times a player he was at. What was it, Benfica, in his Portuguese club? So that's you know, sometimes you you just have the right teammates, the right coach.
0: Well, even last year in uh in Leon was his first his first season with Leon was uh our wait, was Apertura. 2018, Clausura. Okay, so this is his first real season with Leon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he's, but I mean, he's up there, dude. He's 31 already. Uh, But I think he could have a good, I don't know, two, three more years. He's already an idol there. But Leon, massive 12 wins. It's already a historic season for them. And they're obviously gonna be candidates to win. yon is not here, but he expects them to have the curse of the super leader mm. and saying that they will be eliminated in the first round of liguilla i don't I just don't see that happening. This team is just too, too you know it's it's very experienced has players they've won before you know they've had players like uh luis montes who, who's won. Uh, championship titles with them. They have Cota who won with Chivas uh and he was at Pachuca. So I mean they they have a well rounded team. I, I just don't see that happening to them. Not when you have those type of players that are you know they they've been in the they've been in the big dance before. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, the other team that was doing good and has lately I think we could say they're in danger of not qualifying. Uh, it's America.
0: Oh, I haven't even. Well, they're in seventh, so yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> they've dropped. They've dropped, and uh, the bar has not been kind to them. And and it's we've seen Piojo Piojo versus the Arbitros. Yeah. So, wow. <clears throat> uh, I mean, they're the recent Copa MX Campeones. And I think, I think. And imagine if they end up qualifying in eighth, and then you have León America. That would be, that'd be quite the matchup right there, man. Uh-huh. That would be. I could see León being eliminated in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, in that scenario, I could, just because, man, Piojo is. He's right now. He's the best coach in Liga MX. His numbers back him up. There's just—it's no disputing that. I might not like. A lot of people might not like the guy, but he's—you know—he's—he has the results right there to back him up. So uh, that would be quite the matchup right there. If that does happen, uh, do you know who America plays this coming weekend? Because we're down to the last two match uh, match weeks.
0: Yeah, America plays. Uh, let's see. I was, well, before I mentioned that, um, when, since we were talking Leon. Yes. And, uh, I, I wanted to mention real quick, Leon has won. Okay. So they spanked Atlas five to two this last week and their recent wins have been pretty, uh, high scoring. Yeah. Previously they won three zero Puebla, two one Nicaxa, three two, two zero, uh, three zero, uh, Santos, three one Pumas, three zero. Atlas 3-0 America, or not Atlas, the, uh, 3-0 uh, Toluca, 4-0 Querétaro. So some of these wins have been like high high scoring. Yeah, go they've out. been,
1: they opened that kind of whoop ass.
0: But, uh, but I want to say, and this, this might be hurtful or and cruel or savage or whatever, but, uh, I want to say the record's coming this week for Leon, man, because they're going to, uh, the Acorn Stadium.
1: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> come on. Acorn. <laughs> That that <laughs> crunk.
0: Crunk. <laughs> hey, <corn. laughs> I want to
1: see oh, some- they-
0: Unless they put like their bench players in or whatever And they're going to rest up for the Ligilla uh, <laughs> What we'll kind-, we'll kind of blowout you see coming to Chivas eh?
1: Oh man yeah, Chivas is a mess They're a big mess But uh, we're going to have uh, Chivin, Jaime Joining us So I- I'll save some of the Chi hermano talk when he joins us, uh, right now we were still with Amé, and I mean, do you have the, yeah, do you have a do you have the the schedule to see who they play?
0: Yeah, I mean, they could play Santos on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and that's Santos, man. Santos not easy. The they just haven't been that consistent.
0: Yeah, and Santos, uh, let's see where they're at. Yeah, Santos is down down below. They probably. I need to get a.
1: <clears throat> Wait, are you sure they play Santos? Uh, let me double check. The twenty
0: seventh of uh, April, America Santos in
1: the Estep. I have, I have. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at Sub Quince, man. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! I'm, I'm in the Vancomer page. And I always mix it up because they'll put Liga Femenil, Sub-15, Sub-20, but it's, like, in small letters. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, God damn it. Okay. They're tricking me, man. Yeah, I need to okay, get it. Okay, you do. You're right. They do have uh, – they will face Santos. At, they're facing them at home. So I, I give them the edge there. uh just home games always makes teams a bit stronger, but a big it's a big match for America must win, especially if they want to uh, secure a spot in Liguilla. and then we have um we have um what is it who are we talking about? Oh yes, Monterrey plays in they host at home. And Tigres goes away to Puebla. So, I mean, but these teams are already pretty much qualified. I don't have much to worry about. Um, I think Cruz Azul is a team that's been on a row and they're, they're playing away to Lobos Buap. I see them taking points again right there. So, I think Cruz Azul is going to be in the dance. Um, and then we have, um, Atlas Pachuca, man, and I think Pachuca as well, they're a team that that uh, we should expect to also see in Liguilla.
0: I wonder, is there a table that shows <clears throat> which teams are eliminated already?
1: Just the regular, the re- I mean, if you look at the regular thing, you could you could see you could see uh
0: i got to take out my calculator and do math and stuff, man. So there's 23 points. Puebla's on eighth place, 23. It's like Pumas at 16. That's the, that's the big gap. Or with 16 points at 13th place. Santos at 19. Yeah, I, I see it difficult for
1: Santos to... I mean. You see it difficult for Santos to what? To, to bounce up
0: there's two more get two more games left, right Santos has nineteen points
1: well i mean they're they're still in the fight though, they would just have to win their next games, but yeah, I do think it's difficult, being that they play America and uh, America really needs to they're in seventh with twenty three points i mean and Santos has nineteen. So, yeah, Santos would have to win their last two games. Uh, But Pachuca, they're in sixth place. So, I mean, Pachuca beats Atlas. They'll be pretty much secured, you know. They'll be pretty much secured going into the last match day. So, we could say right now Leon Tigres, Monterrey, and uh, even Cruz Azul, I would say, are pretty much in. Uh, León, obviously, they're mathematically already in. They're way, way above, head and shoulders above everyone else, 38 points. And is the, the other team, because Nkaksa is 25, they're in fifth place. Because so Azul, they're in fourth with 26. Uh, Chorlos is, is the other team that's fighting to get in. They're 22 points. In ninth place, uh, they're playing Morelia. And Morelia is one of the worst teams. They're in 16th. Uh, it is crazy cause, cause, you know, we were talking about Chivas earlier and as, cause Chivas is, has gone on a seven match winless streak. Seven games. Uh, so that's the polar opposite of Leon's 12 wins in a row. But, but they're still in 15th place. Yeah. And uh yeah, and they're yeah no chances of qualifying. <laughs> no chances, they eh? they yeah they, they're no their Liguilla pass revoked.
0: I'ma do this uh oh shoot, Chivas has some tough two games. I'm gonna do this simulator here. Simulator Ligia. Yeah, I think America still... I think America is going to make it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but... but even though they're favored, they're, they're still in danger.
0: Pachuca, Necaxa, Tijuana. Yeah. It's it's going to be competitive with... the. Uh, Whoever loses the Conca Champions between the Monterrey teams are going to have pressure to produce for in the Liga America. America won Copa MX. So they're going to want the Doblete. And, uh, and Leon is the super leader. See I should be this is gonna be a pretty entertaining uh some pretty entertaining uh tournament. Did you go over all the uh all the games for this weekend then?
1: <clears throat> yeah, we've we've pretty much covered um we pretty much covered the main the main matches that are coming up. I mean Let's let's hold on. I, I lost my um I I had it and I lost the cheekys. I had my my list in front of me and it's gone dude.
0: The tab got deleted.
1: Chiba, I... um,
0: Pumas who's out of it. My Pumas sadly they're they're, they're going down. They're playing Toluca on Sunday, three games on Sunday, Cruz Azul, Lobos, WAP, Querétaro, uh, Veracruz. Yeah, so that's, I mean, this is the second to last. Uh,
1: no, well, you know what? I, I think we're looking at, because we don't really have any, I would say, like, interesting matchups. So I would say America Santos is, is definitely going to be one of them. Uh just cause America, you know, uh, and, and, and what a defeat would mean for them. So I think that's, that's gonna be an interesting game. One to keep your eyes on. Mm-hmm. That one, and, um, what is that other team? Uh, as well, Choros, Morelia, who knows? Cause just, they're another team that, that could sneak into Liguilla. But we don't really have any like the you could say big games, man. We we just um Queretaro Veracruz and that's you know, dumpster fire right there. Veracruz already relegated. Uh there's all this problems going on with with the league wanting the owner to just sell the team. Uh and he he was he said that he would pay the fine, which I still don't know why the league would do that, allow him to just pay a fine and that lets him keep the team in first division. I mean, what's the point of, of having relegation then? They're not even gonna go down. So that's, that's just weird. Uh, and, and so that's the owner, his name's Cody, and he was throwing shade on, on Santos, cause Santos sold a player to them that was injured. So there's like a big lawsuit that might be going on. They're getting like FIFA involved. Uh, that's that's the one of the other news. But yeah, Veracruz is a mess. Uh and then I mean I guess you could say Pumas, Toluca, Toluca's ever since they got uh Bigoton La Volpe, ever since he returned, uh, the Diablos because the Diablos were a laughing stock. Even MLS teams were going into the, the bombonera, the, the devil's cauldron and smacking him around, but that just hasn't been the case since El Bigoton returned. He even had Hugo Sanchez, uh, giving him some praise, which was somewhat surprising. He said it in Fútbol Picante, how he preferred the old guard coaches and he, he called La Volpe a good coach.
0: Yeah, this whole level of stuff. Um, on the cootie thing, man, that guy's just like I just want to see that guy go away, man. But but on the other side I it's sort of uh he sort of provides entertainment. Like whenever he was he was fighting with the uh, journalists and I think he fought he was fighting in the in the podcall with uh, the the uh, referee boss guy, forget his name. Yeah. He's uh, I guess he's Ronnie's friend or something.
1: <laughs> in-ya, 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 yeah. in-ya, something is weird.
0: That guy does provide some lows, man. But, I, mm-hmm. but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing him like be gone.
1: We can there. Yeah, end. he's he's. Yeah, Veracruz has been a mess. Uh, they deserve a proper owner. Uh, but but yeah, they're, they're a team that until they get their ish together, they shouldn't be in first division. Uh, you know. And I, I'm not going to. I, I just want to finish one of my bleak thoughts before I go into into the uh, another thought about the whole closing the gap thing. When when you know we make fun of like how MLS teams do against Liga MX and we say well the gap's not closing especially with how their teams were bounced out of the Concacaf Champions League but but like off the field with with just administering of the teams and setting up it it's you could say in some of those ways they surpassed um, they surpassed Liga MX and now. I have a little news here to share. Oh, goddamn. Okay, um, no, yeah, just just to closing the league, I would say definitely Castoluca still could get into Ligia and they just have to beat Pumas, who they're going to be playing away at uh, Stadio Olimpico Universitario. So I think that's going to be one of the big games, uh, as well as. Charlotte because they have to win. They just have to. And, and of course, America also, because they're hot in their heels. I, I think those are some of the, gonna be the interesting games to keep an eye on. And then, uh, let me go into this news that I had right here. Because, um, where is it? Okay, here is, it was my hot take. My hot take of the week. Uh, and I try to nice. engage our readers, but, Nobody took the bait, cheekies. Our Facebook uh-huh. readers, yes. <laughs> Let me. So, I'm, gonna tweet uh,
0: it. I'm gonna tweet it while you say it.
1: Tweet it. I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tweet it on the Cantina MX.
1: You, you, <laughs> you could get it. You could get it on the Facebook. It's it's a escrito. Just give, oh, okay. you could cut and paste. Uh, it's from April 19th. Uh, so I put a this. This was from from some news that came out about MLS to expand to thirty teams. Uh, so it says teams number twenty eighth and twenty nine would require an expansion fee of two hundred million. Oh which, which yeah which is like double because I believe I believe LAFC they bought their franchise for one hundred million. So these these next two teams that are going to join the league, to join the league, they have to pay $200 million. Uh, So it says it currently has 24 teams and has confirmed expansion teams in Austin, Miami, and Nashville. So it means like, whoa, $200 million to join the league, man. And, and we look at Veracruz, and all they got to do to stay in League IMX is pay $6 million. 200. I mean wow look at that disparity and, and you have like and nothing against Lobos Bua but you have like Lobos Bua playing in a five K high school stadium you know and, and scrapping by dude they have to scrap the bottom of the League MX barrel for players and you know and and that's that's where I see um that was my hot take where I said the gap might not be closing in the field. But in other areas, it has been surpassed, and, and I do feel that uh, it still remains to be seen what what you know what difference is it going to make. But in the long run, I mean, if you I say if we we continue this trend, we could probably see uh, stronger uh, MLS teams. Like ultimately, they're going to feel stronger sides.
0: Uh, I think well they have to get they have to get the players first,
1: yeah, well, we have been i mean if you look at like let's say a galaxy versus l a f c match, and you have players like they have like vela and and Zlatan and Jonathan, so I mean certain teams like that, but i mean those are the the exception you know now i, I still think they're they're a few years off from from catching up. But when you see news like this, you know you, you just know that they're doing some things right, and that they're they're sort of like on that verge of, of especially with the U.S. hosting the World Cup soon.
0: Um, I was going to say, so if say a, a Liga MX team wants to buy itself into the league, how much how much are they going to have to pay?
1: League MX team, yeah. Well, yeah, six million, pretty much.
0: Six million, just to. Uh... Well,
1: I mean, if you you could go in for free, if if you if you uh, qualify, uh, which and, and you know they were trying to get rid of that, uh, and that was one of the reasons why League MX was trying to get rid of like the relegation because they're trying to improve the first division teams because. That's one way how they see of the teams, uh, going up in value. Cause, cause a team like Globus Buap it's not gonna go up in value if, if they're in constant danger of being relegated. But if you know that they're gonna remain, so it's easier for them to get more sponsors and, and TV deals and all of that.
0: Yeah, I see, I still see it hard for the on the field gap to be, uh, to be shortened or lessened. The only, yeah. like, one of the main things would be if, uh, if all their players, like the starting players were purely, uh, foreigners. I don't know if they would eventually have a uh, foreigner rule or anything, but that's the only way I see their their league yeah. or their teams being like dominant, as if they're all foreigners. Because <laughs> so once you put an American in, it is blowing in. No, yeah.
1: I know, but but we've. What, one of the things that we're seeing is how how um. They're they're targeting more and more uh, South American talent uh, players that were that that could play in Liga MX. So that's the other thing that we expect that uh, down the line. We might see the league competing more for those quality players against Liga MX. And if you're like the lowest Buavs of Veracruz, the Morelias, you're going to be pretty assed out because before those teams didn't have much competition. You know, if, if a player's option was, was like, you know, they couldn't go to Europe, they, they could, they could come to Mexican and a lot of those teams would pay better than than leagues like Peru or Ecuador, you know, even Chile, but now you have MLS. That, that you know, th- we saw one of the transfers was was for the River Plate players, fifteen million dollars, and and he kept like four million, I think. Was part of the clause. He had like a contract clause, and he kept four million. As you know, which which is I why I also see some of these players from South America coming to MLS instead of, like, some of the other leagues in Europe. Instead of going to, like, Ukraine or Greece, you know, some of these lower leagues hoping to springboard into the top leagues. If you could get that four million clause, dude, you're pretty set. You buy your family a house and, you know, open them up a, a little store or something. They're pretty much set. You could break your ankle the next year and, and, you know, you don't have to worry about money.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we've seen, uh, like, top foreign talent in the MLS, like, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? The Italian dude. Jovinko? Jovinko.
1: He um, was here.
0: You no, know, he, he, he played against Liga MX, and that was like a year or two ago. And didn't, didn't take it. Just recently, uh, Piti Martinez played. He was new, of course. That might, that might be like an excuse. He just started. With,
1: and uh, they changed their coach.
0: They changed their coach. Yeah, and a change, a coach change. Um, so yeah, we'll see as, as these new guys come, we'll see if they actually, uh, play, play up to their level and don't get pulled down to the, to the level of MLS. Or, like, they're yeah. the only guy there that, you know, that's doing anything and everyone else. Like, even, even, uh, LA, LA Galaxy, man, you see, you see all the praise and the ego just blowing up for, uh, Ibrahimovic, man. That team would get spanked by any Liga MX team. I mean, it's just pretty much a show out there for that guy. It's just like he's playing in an all star game or something.
1: Yeah. Well, um the way things are going, I think safe to say for the next Champions League, uh Calf, let me make that clear. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. The Champions League, we could very well see the Galaxy and LAFC uh, you know, in that tournament. So that that I think that's gonna make some exciting games, you know? And uh we'll see how those teams match up. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, we're it's 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 slowly there, slowly there. Uh, but I guess this is about the time we'll we could go into the into the talk. Yeah, so a lot
0: of a lot of Almeida talk going on. And uh,
1: you you mean Thomas Boy's quote?
0: Yeah, Thomas Boy dissing on the dude, saying that uh. He is the reason like his final seasons are the reason Chivas are in the state that they're in right now.
1: They were bad. His last two seasons were indeed bad. I think he, Tomas is exaggerating a bit to put all the blame, you know, squarely on on Matis, but he does he does share some of that. It's just my key hermanos like to forgive him everything too.
0: Well, I think I think if, if Rigo was here, he would say that there were a lot of injuries.
1: Yeah, that's the apologizing. That, yeah. <laughs> the, the apologizing. It is true, there was injuries, but that that's still an excuse because you prepare for that thing. Uh, you yeah. know, the team's not just 11 players. They have over 23 players. So he had a long time to prepare a lot of them, and for the most part, he didn't. He had his winning side and he stuck to it. Yeah, but, um, cause, cause, um, I mean, just to highlight it, just to highlight how bad his, uh, Matias season was, right? He finished in, uh, 17th. Chivas, right now, as bad as they're doing, are in 15th place. they the same amount of points that Mati did in one of his worst seasons. I mean, if they do just one more point, they would they would surpass the previous seasons that Matias had. Just and the only thing that you know you, you had Copa MX and Champions League that that's where he would look good. So a lot of Chiva fans would like they would forgive that the league, you know, the looking so bad in the league. But I was saying if he would have stayed right now. Who knows how fans, I don't know if fans would have been as forgiving. That's one of the reasons why he left. He's like, I already missed out twice in a row. I crashed the third time. My stock's going to drop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> uh So, yeah, he did. He did have some of his blame, Uh you know. But it's not all on him. But it's like. I just think fans make it seem like if he would have been here, everything else would have been fine. And it's it's, it's a pretty simple way of seeing it. There's just too many things that are going wrong at Chivas. So we'll see. We'll see what happens because the owner, well, the the vice president, I think he is, uh, Vergara's son, Amaudi, he said there's going to be there's going to be big changes. So, but one thing that's right now trending, I'll say is Turco. Turco was in Argentina. He was coaching Huracan and he just resigned. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but he just resigned from, from, uh, Huracan. And, uh, he said things weren't working out with the team. I just couldn't get him to work. Uh, and, he is, of course, uh, one of the candidates to take over the Chivas coaching gig. Uh-huh.
0: I, just saw, I, just it. Saw a, I just saw a note on, uh, on Chivas; they're having a special for the game against León six for one.
1: Six for one?
0: <laughs> six six two, are you joking? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> okay. There's, there's some, there's some uh, <laughs> caveat. There's a caveat, though. Six tickets for the cost of one, but you have to be, uh, you have to be abonado. Uh,
1: oh, okay. Like a, a, a season, season
0: ticket. ticket? Yeah, you have to have a season ticket holder.
1: Six for one. That's, hey, you know, that reminds me of Chiwa's USA because they would, they would sell the, the family pack and there'll be like four or five tickets with, with hot dogs and soda and a, and a Chiva girl calendar. And it was like like for like fifty bucks or something. <clears throat> well, goddamn, okay. goddamn. Well, they need the fans to go in there, um, to go in and watch watch this team that's been quite a disaster. But uh, so I mean, yeah, the Chivas season is pretty much over. I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, they, at one point they were. They were at the top of the league, and then they just crashed. And and the big news right now, we're kind of sad. It's it's, uh, it's Vergara. uh There's been a lot of speculation that his health is really bad, and he might not survive long. Oh wow. Yeah. So they're saying that that if he passes away, the team might be sold. And there's already some rumors of who might buy it. One of them is um oh man I forget this guy's name. He's got a weird sounding name, something like Heflon. And he's he owned Comics. Comics which is paint it's a paint it's a paint distributor. What's going on over there chickies? Are you, oh, uh, yeah, are you are you <laughs> are you in the inner city? You no, were I'm at a it. motel five? Motel five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm in the posh area of Milpitas.
1: Milpitas? All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no, that's, that's pretty much it for this week, folks. Yeah. Um, the league, we will be having a Liguilla soon and, and a Campeon de, de Conca Champions as well. So it's all going to be wrapping up pretty much in the next two weeks. And, uh, well, I guess we could talk a little bit about, um, what is it? Sub Cause there's going to be the under 20 world cup in Poland and Linus is going to be going there and also JJ Mack who is the top Mexican goal scorer right now. He plays with Leon. He has seven goals and he, he, he got called up and Leon is letting him go. Um, and so that's, that's the other news right there. Part of, uh,
0: part of that news though is, uh, which sort of goes along to what I've been talking about for a while is Jonathan Gonzalez. He wasn't, he wasn't let go by Monterrey to go to that tournament. Um which apparently, looking at the Mon- Monterrey's games, they haven't been starting him and playing him very much. So, the dude's sort of, uh, losing his, losing the hype, uh, for the Mexican-American guy at, at, uh,
1: Ouch. No, I think you know I think that that he will probably play a big role going into Ligilla. I mean, they might be thinking he's gonna he's he's gonna be one of the players that they want in case of an injury or a suspension and and they see him as as just being a big option.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to look up his minutes, but uh yeah, I guess some uh so yeah the 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 120s, that's interesting. So Linus, I think we talked about um a lot of people wanted to see him at the gold cup, which I sort of agree with that. Um but I guess we have to settle for the the youth cup. And then uh some other, uh, stuff going on. Maradona is, uh, in semifinals with Dorados. And the, I, don't, I guess since, like, from what you said earlier, the meaningless, if any tournament is meaningless, I guess the Ascenso. Is that considered meaningless? <laughs> You're just gonna, if Veracruz or whoever can just buy themselves back in?
1: I think they're gonna allow, they're gonna go up to 19 teams. So if the team that goes up, is, is a team that qualifies, cause, cause Liga MX, you know, they up the ante. You, you just can't come into first division unless, you know, you meet certain criteria. So if it's one of the teams that, that meets those demands, uh, then the league will go up to 19 teams. So I think, uh, and, uh Atletico San Luis is, is one of the, you know, they're being, Promoted as one of the possible teams that could uh, join the first division next season.
0: Alrighty, there you go. San Luis. Nice little town.
1: San Luis, you've been there, Chickies?
0: Yep. The, they got some good enchiladas, man.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. So
1: Sorry, I mean, yeah. under under twenty. Yeah, we we've pretty much hit hit um hit all our talking points for this week. Uh, there's no other big news that has come out recently.
0: Yeah, we have one guy in our chat, MRQZBirdie. Yes. I don't know what the timestamp for that was, but he asks, and we we already answered it, but, uh, you think America beats Santos?
1: Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I see them as favorites, but, but Santos, man, Santos could, it's one of those teams that they could just surprise you and, and, and then, you know, especially with, with all that's been going on, uh, with, Fighting against the refs. Yeah. So I mean, yes. if it, it, I just don't see another game not going, you know, of America getting bad calls, it'll just be very controversial. It's just become a big thing already. But but Santos definitely, um, they have the quality to, to surprise America if they're not if they're not concentrated. If they're not at a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it's also like if, like during a game when, uh, when the ref, uh, makes sort uh, makes a semi bad call against a team in the first half, uh, um, minutes after or maybe in the second half, he'll sort of make the uh, equalizing call the other way to sort of like even things out. <laughs> These refs that are seeing like all the complaints and all the fighting that Miguel Herrera having with the, uh, um, with the refereeing, the VAR, and all that stuff, they might go into it psychologically, thinking, "Okay, I'm not going to screw up. I'm not going to screw up the game for America. I'm going to be very careful not to, not to be controversial." Yeah. And,
1: and it's a Azteca, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, so they. And, you, know, you, and you don't want to piss off
1: those fans.
0: They could end up being, a, you know, in favor of the ref, and we don't want uh, Ronnie to get his knife out, start stabbing walls anymore.
1: Stabbing walls. <laughs> He's done too much drywall this season already.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 We do. We do have, Ame as favorites, but uh, wouldn't be surprised if Santos, is. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah. if Santos, ruins a party. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, that's all she wrote, man. That's all for this week. So right. hopefully next week don't be don't be just better stories, man. They're just, yeah, <laughs> they're, no, it's, it's kind we're, of boring. We're,
0: it's we're, kind ramp, of. we're ramping up into Liga, so that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. And these there's some good games on these last two. It's always fun the the last two, uh, especially for to see who's gonna actually make it through and who's gonna fail and all this stuff. And, if and, and
1: what and what the matchups are gonna be? What the matchups are gonna be? As we said earlier, a Leon America matchup would just be like that. You, okay. you know, if you're if you're León and you had just had the historic season, it sort of seems like you're being punished by by facing América.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they should, they're those leaders, man. They've been blowing everyone out. They should uh, be able. And to they beat, they, yeah, they already
1: mean. did beat, but up no, but but, we're, but you know, it's still Americas. That one team yeah. that that if they're if they're firing all cylinders, they could beat any team in the league.
0: All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for everyone for listening. And uh, we will uh, be podcasting again soon, hopefully with some other panelists. And we will be on Twitter. I'll have this thing uploaded tomorrow. Thanks for coming on, Joel.
1: Always, always a pleasure, Cheekies All right. We'll see you guys later.